Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Hello, I am so excited to dive into today's topic, which was selected by you guys. I did an Instagram poll to see which four topics, which one was the one you guys wanted to hear about the most. And the number one choice was how to have a successful launch. So it seems like there are some Christian entrepreneurs out there that are looking for some advice when it comes to launching their product, launching their service. Maybe you're launching a podcast, maybe you're launching your new business, Um, but I'm gonna be speaking to you directly when it comes to having a successful product launch, you can use these the same framework to launch pretty much anything. Um, but my experience comes from you know my product launches at Horatio Printing. So I'm going to go through my five steps. These are key pillars that I think are really important when it comes to having a successful launch, which will help you have a successful business. So let's dive right in. Number one. Number one is proof of concept. You have to have proof of concept if you're gonna have a successful launch. If you don't have proof of concept, you run the risk of having zero sales because nobody wanted it in the first place. And I don't say that to scare you or to make you go into paralysis analysis. I do that to warn you to do your research prior to creating your product, creating your offer, you wanna make sure you have proof of concept. Does this product work? Is there a current gap in the market? Like has this product, maybe you've invented something that's brand new, which is great. Maybe it already existed and you're just improving on the product. For example, I created a planner. I was not the first person to create a calendar or a planner. But at the time in 2014, when I was creating my planner, there really wasn't any Christian planner on the market. The Christian planner didn't exist. Um, There were a couple planners that had some faith-based concepts, but really and truly nothing like mine on the market. But I didn't create the first planner. I just improved upon an existing product and tailored it to a specific niche that was needed. And also I upgraded the quality of it. I said, you know what? I want a planner with thick paper. I want a planner that's really premium and beautiful and Christian because I think if something is Christian, it should be top notch because we have God on our side. So all that to say, proof of concept's important. Like for example, the planner market already existed before I dived in. And that's okay. If other people are doing what you want to do, don't be afraid of that. There's space for you. There's space for your product, but you need to make sure that 
there is proof of concept. And if you're inventing something that's never been done before, you do need to make sure that it is something that is needed and it is something that is that works. And that's why with most companies, when you release a new product, you do a focus group. You let people see it. When I was creating my planner, I was sketching it out in a notebook and I took it away on a weekend with a group of friends and I let each friend fill out their dream section. And it looked totally different than how the dream planner actually came to be, but it was important to finally show someone my little baby I had drawn and let them play with it, let them explore it, let them test it out. Like you need to test out your product before you go into a big launch campaign. That's critical, it's important, it's smart, it's you doing your due diligence and it's part of the process. If you already have somewhat of a following, let's say you have a podcast and you wanna release a product or you have a blog and you wanna release your first course, I would highly recommend doing a survey to talk to your customers, even if it's just 10 people. But if it's 100 people, that's even better. Take, give a survey to your audience and ask them what they want and then you give them what they want. That's basically what you're doing. And I'm not saying you make something up or you step out of integrity. I'm saying if someone has a problem, if you can figure out how to solve that problem, specifically with the Lord or with a product that you can create, that's amazing. Like that's a great business model, solving people's problems. So take take the time to build a good survey, um, ask really good questions and ask them point blank, What would you invest if this problem could be solved for you? What would this be worth it to you? What would be too expensive? Get specific so you can have all the answers you need to create that product, to create that course, to create whatever you're creating. So that's really important proof of concept. Now, I do wanna give a warning. When you share your dream, there will be naysayers. There will be the fear of judgment will creep in. People will come in sometimes when you share your dream And they'll say, oh, I don't know if you should do that. And it's important for you to have the discernment of who is wise counsel and who is just a naysayer. And so I actually have two different podcast episodes for you to listen to for for more information about this topic specifically. One, I did an interview with Nicole Smithy, who started her own online magazine, amazing woman of God. She and I had this conversation about the naysayers and what do you do when people just kind of poop on your dream? And that's episode 40. And then I just recently did episode 46 on the fear of judgment. So go back and listen to that. It really helps you kind of discern godly counsel because you will have people just straight up be like, I don't think you should do it. I mean, I had people say I shouldn't make a planner. I had people say I shouldn't start a podcast. I had people say I shouldn't make an academy. I mean, I've had people say all kinds of stuff. So, you know, if it's something you feel strongly about and you feel confident in, That's great. You should go for it. But you should also take the time to do your proof of concept work to test it out. I was making a planner. In my case, I was making a planner for me. I knew I wanted it. I knew how I wanted it. And I was making it for me. And I was hoping that as myself being the niche market, that would be a great way to test it out. Like, I'll just make what I want. But I also took the time to share it with other people that I could trust with my dream that encouraged me and helped me grow. So it's important to get around people, to choose those people wisely. Um, 
and have fun with it. So that's number one, proof of concept, gotta have it, <laughs> or you are just launching in the dark. Okay, number two, to have a successful launch, you have to do education. You have to educate the consumer. You have to educate the consumer. This is so important. People aren't gonna be drinking the same Kool-Aid you're drinking when it comes to your product launch. You could share once on Instagram, once to your email list, a couple times on Pinterest, post on Facebook, email some people, and that's not enough. People are so bombarded with information and messages that you have to repeat, 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 and really focus on education. Think about when you make a movie. Not you, but let's say Steven Spielberg makes a movie. He spends all this time making the movie, pours his heart into it, the editing, all of it. And you know what he does? He creates a really amazing trailer to then promote it to you so that you can learn about this movie and get so excited. But even before the trailer's created, he takes a version of that movie and he does a small screening and he watches how people respond to the movie, what sections of the movie um, and these are all, this is all done quietly. Like the people have to sign a waiver that they won't talk about the movie. This is, that's his focus group. That's his proof of concept to make sure, you know, do I need to tweak this in a different way? Do things need to change? Does it work? Do people get the point of the movie? So then he goes into releasing the trailer and that's when the audience sees it. So you need to have an amazing trailer. What's your trailer going to be? Is it going to be an amazing video? You should create all different kinds of trailers for all different kinds of platforms, a reel, an Instagram post, some stories. If you can get on some friends' podcasts, get on their podcasts, get interviewed. You need to really release the trailer. That's kind of the concept I'm using here to help you with your education. This happens on Instagram, Facebook, your email list. If you have a podcast, you need to do podcast episodes about it. Um, if you're going to use Instagram, I highly recommend figuring out how to do a reel because otherwise your content is just not seen as well. Um, there's direct mail is a great way to educate. SMS is a great way to educate. And obviously your website. Your website is one of the most important things because that's really where you're going to be driving people to become really educated about your product. And when you release the trailer, the movie isn't out yet. So I recommend a time where you release the trailer, but people can't buy yet. They can't take the action yet. They have to wait. This builds suspense. It builds hype. It builds exclusivity. Um, I know for some people it's annoying and frustrating, but ultimately I think it's important because it gives people time to really be educated. I wouldn't make this releasing the trailer time too long, like a month or two months, like maybe two weeks tops three weeks, um, especially if you have a lot to educate on, but at least one week. I would say release the trailer one week ahead and then launch the product. You want to give people time to absorb it. If it's a big investment, you need to give them time to process that decision, to go back and talk to their spouse, to mull over it a little bit, prey on it. So your website is really a key, key place that you're driving people to then really, really become educated. So on your website, you need to clearly communicate your why. Why did you make this? How does it work? What is it? And ultimately, what's the value? What's the value of this? 
And it's important that you go in that order, not what is it, how you made it and why, and like focusing on you, you, you. You need to focus on the consumer first, why this matters, why you made it, how it works, what it is, and then ultimately what is the value. And hopefully the value is much more than the price you're asking, which is very helpful in getting people to purchase. So that is number two, educate, 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 educate. You have to educate people. You have to repeat yourself more times than you think is necessary because people have so much going on. You have so much going on right now, don't you? I mean, think about this week. You have so much going on. I could, I just, I bet you do. And if you do, everyone else does. So you have to remind people, you have to get in front of them. And I recommend using as many tools in your toolbox as possible but also thinking about your customer. Where are they? If your customer is 65 plus, they are in a very different place than if your customer is 25. Where are they? If you're a local shop, you need to be in local places. If you are an international e-commerce site, it's different. It's different based on who your customer is. So take time to put yourself in their shoes. What are they dealing with? What are they facing? And if you don't know, send out the survey, do the proof of concept work. Okay, that's number two. Let's jump to number three. Number three, you've got to create buzz. And that is something in releasing the trailer, you really need to create buzz. And this is really where you roll out the red carpet of the movie release, okay? You rally the troops. And for me, uh, at the very beginning of starting Horatio, I didn't really have any troops to rally other than like my aunts, my friends, like people I knew in my network. And so I went on a campaign really just to honor people. I wrote handwritten notes to people that inspired me, people that I loved, and I just gave out my product for free to people that I was inspired by. And so that worked at that time. Those types of things, not all influencer campaigns work in 2021, 2022, the way they used to in 2014. Things have changed. So there's different ways for you to build buzz and you have to be creative with that. Obviously, the Instagram reels, TikTok, if that's your thing, there's different ways for you to educate that can be really viral and have a very high ROI. I always recommend using your friends and family as part of the, the rallying of the troops. Um, like for example, we were doing a Kickstarter for our 2016 planner launch. And for that, we, you know, we just emailed everybody we knew, Hey, this is the day we're releasing our Kickstarter. Could you please share it on your Facebook page? Just asking everyone, you know, to please share, follow up with them, send, you know, an email a week ahead, the day before and the day of like, it would mean the world to me if you could just share this video and link to the Kickstarter page, because this is our dream. You have to be ready to actually share what you're creating and what you're building and go for it. And if you have any fear of that, go listen to episode 46, all about the fear of judgment. And I pray that that helps you overcome any of those fears. Speaking of Kickstarter, Kickstarter is a great way to build buzz, um, as well as number four on my list is urgency. And so this one, just a little teaser there, the next one we're gonna go to is urgency. But in building buzz, Kickstarter is such a great way to do that, 
because it just really makes everyone feel like they're a part of your dream. They get to play a part in your dream. And I'm not saying Kickstarters make it easy. Just because your product gets on Kickstarter doesn't mean all of a sudden it opens up to this magical world of people. Um, no, you actually, you have to send the people to the Kickstarter page to make the, the money. So what I do when I did Kickstarter was I invested about $500 in Facebook ads that launched as soon as the page went live. And that helped drive traffic to the Kickstarter page. And because of that intense traffic, um, it got noticed by the Kickstarter community and it was flagged as a staff pick. So that's a, a thing. If you wanna do a Kickstarter, I highly recommend setting aside some funds to invest in ads to drive the day it goes live so that you can be sure you're getting enough traffic so that it gets picked up and it can actually grow to be a viral campaign. You also have to rally the troops, as I said before, sharing with them, asking them, begging them, please share on your Facebook, um, share with your email list, share, share, share. Another great way to build buzz that takes time and consistency is a free PR tool called Harrow. Help a reporter out. This is a free email blast you can sign up for and you'll get three blasts a day and it's a list of journalists that are looking to fill out their article with an expert and guess what you can be the expert sometimes they need an expert for what's the best planner guess what i want to answer that journalist and let them know what the answer is right and whatever you are a um, expert in you can give your feedback and I, i've gotten on to a couple you know, magazines and stuff over the years because I learned about this tool in college. So I was like, you know, interviewed for Glamour Magazine, um, New York Post for like random stuff. Like, what's your favorite ideal date night? You know, and like I would answer that and next thing you know, my little face is in Glamour Magazine uh, just for something silly. So you, it's not that you have to be an expert. There's also a lot of fluff pieces out there as well, but it's just a way to get exposure, to get onto Forbes, to get onto those places that you want to show up on your website. So sign up for that. That's a great tool. A lot of PR companies use this tool themselves um, for their clients. So with a little extra elbow grease, you can save the money and respond to those requests yourself. So little tidbit there, that's a, that's a good one. That's worth its weight in gold actually. Number four for a successful launch is you've gotta create some urgency and some fun. With a launch, if you're launching something and it's just gonna be evergreen, evergreen, there's not a lot of reason for someone to buy right now. So how can you, the question is, how can you create urgency and make it fun? One way to do that is to have launch day deals. Maybe you have some door prizes, a discount code that only lasts for 24 hours or only lasts for two days, or maybe it's 24 hours, then you decide, you know, I'm gonna extend it another 24 hours, send out another email, you know, don't forget. You can also create fun by doing a lot of behind the scenes, showing people the launch, showing them the process of this. Let them see it because it's exciting. It's And it's exciting to be vulnerable and people love to see behind the scenes of how this is going, how it's working and how they're playing a role in this, especially if they were a part of your initial survey. Imagine if they were a part of your focus group or your proof of concept. 
everyone that filled out that survey, they are officially a part of your troops. Now, if you if you create exactly what they requested for you to create, you better believe they're going to show up on launch day. They want the launch day deal and they're excited because their input mattered in what you created. They got to play a part in the creation of your course, of your podcast, of whatever it is you're creating. So that's great. Do the behind the scenes, send out notes of thank you to everyone that shares, give them updates and and remind them what's going on. Let them be a part of it. And last but not least, number five is to wow with your delivery and continue to educate. Successful launches do not end as soon as you hit your revenue goal or you get the sale. A successful launch ends when the product or the service is in their hand, in their heart, and they are thrilled. That is really when the launch is what I would say a success. So here's what I mean by that. You wanna package your product with love. I'm a product-based business, so obviously my brain thinks in that way, but how can you package your product with love. A great tactic to use is surprise and delight. Surprise them with something delightful in there that they had no idea they were getting. Our first year we created the planner, our surprise and delight was a small little postcard that said the best is yet to come in a gold foil print. That was exciting. Nobody knew they were getting it. They got it. It was like, woohoo. And they put it up on their wall. They enjoyed it. And that reminded them about my company for however long it stayed on their wall, which is free marketing. So, you know, you really want to serve all the way into their arms. That might sound silly, but you want to. You want to make sure the whole process of it um, feels good. So as soon as they've purchased, they should get a thank you email. They need to be updated on when is this product or service going to be delivered? What to expect? Maybe they can have a gift while they wait. Or maybe there's a video of you in the email going, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so thankful you supported this dream. Or maybe it clicks to a page on your website that's built out that you know has a great thank you, giving them that virtual hug. And then lastly, you wanna to continue to educate. Edu- the education process never ends when it comes to a successful launch and ultimately a successful business. If you wanna sustain your business, have repeat customers, have people that go out and tell their friends about your product, you need to make sure that they are educated enough to get the result that your product was intended to have. You wanna make sure they use the product, right? They're not gonna get the result or the joy out of that product and become a raving fan if they don't use it. So how can you educate them on that product? Maybe it's a podcast series. Maybe it's a video tutorial series. Maybe it's a course and like that's the whole point. Like it's already built out to do that. Maybe you need to offer a Facebook group where you have accountability or a Voxer audio or something where you provide that one-on-one support. How can you continue to have that education to make sure that you use it, the customer uses it, and therefore gets the result and is happy, and they come back and they share it and they buy it for their friends when Christmas comes. So that is my five steps on how to have a successful launch. It's critical to have that time where you release the trailer and then boom, you roll out the red carpet, you rally the troops and you have your launch day. You have the urgency and the fun of launch day and then it continues through as you wow and deliver the product with a surprise and delight packaged with love and that continued education. But it all starts with proof of concept and making sure 
you've found the gap or you're improving an existing product or market and it's something that people have raised their hand and said, yeah, I'll pay for this. I think this is great. This is how I would like it if I was gonna buy it. So that is my notes for you. I hope it was super helpful. I absolutely love doing business coaching. Um, I've been an entrepreneur now for eight years, which is nuts. It'll be eight years in October. Um, and so it's been a fun journey. It's also been a difficult journey. Pursuing your dreams, as Dontree would say, dreaming the dream is different than living it. So I wanna encourage you though, that if you are running a small business or you want to run a small business, especially as a Christian entrepreneur, I do have a small business coaching course coming out later this year. I'm so excited about it. It's the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint. It's a blueprint for everything to really make sure you're running a Christ-centered business um, and you're running it successfully. So if you wanna sign up for the waitlist for that course to get more information, there's a link below. But if you are in the waiting period for that course and you're ready to start something now, you're ready for an investment in your personal growth and development, I highly recommend exploring the dream crafting course inside the Horatio Printing Academy. Because here's the truth about running a business. You can't have a successful business if you yourself are not healthy. A healthy you can have a healthy dream. A healthy you can have a healthy business. And if you are not healthy, your business will make you even sicker. Your dream can actually become an idol. And this course, the dream crafting course, really helps you dive into wholeness. It helps you do the soul work in order to make sure you are breaking through fear of judgments, fear of failure, limiting beliefs, strongholds of your past, so that you can have clarity to become whole you and ultimately shine a light in this world. It's so hard for us to be the light of the world if we are so dim and broken and hurt. So this course is all about coming together to dream, but it starts with healing. And then ultimately we create an actual schedule for you that helps you on a path towards your personal development and pursuing your dreams. We obviously map out your dream. It's the dream crafting course. We craft your dream together and there's accountability and an amazing community tied to it. So check that out. You can actually use the, my code dream 50 to get $50 off. And when you use that code, I'm also going to give you a $50 credit to Horatio printing that you can use on launch day, um, to go towards your planner. You'll also get a free ticket to our dreamer summit this year. So it is a great investment, especially as you wait and prepare for the business course. So that's that. I'll leave that with you today. I hope you have a wonderful day. You are so loved. Bye guys.